Welcome to the Sci-Fi What? All of you out there, you have no idea the work that we put into that. That was a hard-ass so, intro. Just know that we are taking the time to get you the good stuff. The proper quality content that you look forward to each week. Yes. Uh, Only the so, good stuff. Welcome. Uh, all of us are here. Say hello, everybody. Hi. Hello. Today, we will be talking about Loki, Episode 3, Bad Batch, Episode 9, and Rick and Mortis, Episode 2. Got that straight? Keep those in mind. That's probably in the order we'll talk about them as well. So that? if you're interested in one, don't skip ahead. Uh, we do. you no, no, skip. don't we, skip ahead. We will to... not provide any means of making through... it easier to skip ahead because you're not allowed yeah. to. You have to crawl through the whole shit tunnel. And then at the end will is is the light and the rain the that will give you each a thousand dollars if you make which it which is to just the end. the end of the podcast yeah it's you not having to listen to it anymore that's yeah that's the the reward, is that you don't have to listen anymore but you have to start to finish you know that's right and <laughs> here we are starting how about that so loki episode <laughs> three what did we think boys well you know, I don't know about you boys, but I didn't realize I was interested in both genders of Loki sexually, but apparently I am now. So, <laughs> you know, I really want to <laughs> see that play out on screen. I don't know that that'll happen. That's just do that's just we in think my dreams. You know, that Loki is going to have an intimate relationship with Loki. I see. I know that a romantic Loki, vibe going. Loki likes say? Loki, but does Loki love Loki? You know what, I'm <laughs> saying? You know what I mean? That's, you know what I'm that's saying? Loki should love Loki, Loki like Kanye lo loves Kanye. Yeah, but as Loki, how can you trust Loki? Well, Loki yeah, just simply like can't said, trust Loki. You know, love is an imaginary dagger. But then Loki didn't even believe Loki when Loki suggested that idea. <laughs> Let's go. All right, enough with the Loki memes. We'll call her. Well, what, Wait, what did we'll just call I, her I like call it. Her what did name she is say? Sylvie. Her name Sylvie. is Sylvie. We'll call her I could Sylvie. not get out of my head Pepe Sylvia from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> so I've been calling her Pepe Sylvia ever since. Pepe All right. So Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia it is. Indeed. Pepe Sylvia. So we got to learn a lot more about her this she episode. Did. Yeah. Uh, she like does seem like she has some redeeming qualities, which I found interesting. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we found out this episode, um, to kind of back that up. Uh, we found out that I, I feel like we can't really trust the TVA anymore no, um, sorry. because no. nobody in the TVA actually knows what the heck is going on because exactly. they're just stolen humans. At least most of them. There's at definitely, there's definitely still could be some that are like higher level up TVA or now nah, at this point variants that uh, have an inside scoop as to what's going on. True, it could yeah. just be like the agents that yeah. are stolen. Every, like you said, everything's questionable now. Everything we've been told yeah. is questionable. Yeah, and uh, 
the further into the show we get, the can he be trusted? Can he be trusted? Uh, the less I feel like, uh, Lady Sylvia Lambape, um, is our true villain. Uh, I don't really think she is. I think she. We're going to get them both. I think we're going to get them both kind of working together. Um, for their own personal reasons, uh, that may not be all good intentions, but I think it's going to end up them helping the people of the TVA and then us finding out who the big baddie is actually. Loki and Pepe Sylvia taking on the TVA. I think that's a fun time. I agree. I agree. And uh, I've been seeing a lot of memes about the theory we had previously that the TVA is possibly, now these are still all speculations, in the quantum realm. So that's that's interesting. I've been seeing all the memes about it. It's hard to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Uh, our currency nowadays, you know. They are. There's a whole economy backing the meme. The U.S. dollar is collapsing, but the meme is rising everfold. Mm. Every day. Mm. Every day. I, yeah, no, I, would, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. <clears throat> I think you're definitely right in saying Lady Loki, or what, what did you say the name was again? Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia, right. Uh, right. How could I have forgotten so quickly when it was such a... Pepe. Sylvia. <laughs> there we go. So, Pepe's situation currently, based on what we saw in episode 3, is clearly changing. And I do believe that the relationship between Pepe and Loki will be one of mistrust. I'm like, I, don't, laugh every time. I don't think that uh, Pepe is necessarily more trustworthy than Loki... And Loki is definitely not trustworthy, so we know that any bond that seems to be like taking place before between them is probably like not legit. But yeah, with that, the idea that the TVA is under someone else's control, or that it's there is some sort of major negative villain that's incoming, I think that is definitely the facts. I think we're gonna see that play out quite possibly. I think episode four, honestly, we're gonna see something huge. I mean, we're in the we're in the tail half. So we're, we're in the, the end tail. game now. Yeah, we're yeah, in the. the this show half. seems to really be picking up steam very fast now. Like you said, that we're already in the later half of it now, because um, it's a shorter series. But I, I I still say that it really picked up steam really fast for it being still six episodes. Uh, I, a lot. We have already found out a lot of stuff. Yeah. We have. Still have a I lot of questions, though. It keeps the momentum going and that we don't spend another episode trying to charge a phone. Yeah. I just hope that, you know, they get the phone charged pretty much right off the bat and get that plan and go. I think they will. Like power back that, as, much, as cool as it was to see, like, it's the story slow down a little bit and get to dive into the characters a little bit more, which was very fun. Uh, I was definitely least thrilled about this episode compared to the other two. The other two left me like jaw dropped. This episode, I was like, it was fun, but nothing, uh, nothing. I was like, wow, I am enamored. I'm 
completely encapsulated with what's going on here. Yeah, I, I think it was 100% an episode to um, build uh, Pepe up. Yes. As yeah. a character. It was mm -hmm. an episode dedicated to you getting to know Pepe. Um, which I, I liked. Yeah, it wasn't as um, game-changing. There were game-changing elements to this episode, but they weren't in the forefront. They were like, oh, the variants aren't... The variants are people taken from just normal timelines. Well, that's a really big thing that we didn't get to touch on at all that episode. But uh, I have a feeling that we're going to get a resolution. The TVA is probably going to come pick them up. Yeah. Uh, at, I would say at the start of the next episode. Because... Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they're just gonna die. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> maybe it'll, they, maybe they'll die, and we'll get some new variants. It's entirely yeah. possible. <laughs> but, Speaking uh, of which, how beautiful was that episode, though, with the it, moon, like breaking up in the sky, mm -hmm. and just the city like blowing up and all the fighting? It was a that cool whole episode. That whole one shot where they were running through the this yeah as yeah. things were like blown up that was I was like you didn't have to do that but you did I I like that so, I appreciate yeah. that it reminded me of the uh, the bad batch ending of that one episode where it was like Hunter's first person perspective I'm like you didn't have to do it there's a lot simpler ways to film that scene but you were like no we're gonna get creative with it we're, we're gonna, gonna make, make it, it worthwhile extra cool yeah, yeah. exactly so the one but, thing I did oh sorry you can go cool. I was just going to say, speaking to uh, the whole, the TV, a lot of the TVA is, are variants that they don't know that they're variants. That 100% explains why uh, o Mobius or Owen Wilson is into jet skis. Either yeah. he was a salesman or was an avid jet ski enthusiast. So one or the other, he's not just randomly interested in jet skis because he thinks they're cool. <laughs> Maybe he gave birth to one. I, I hadn't I hadn't considered that a possibility, but now that I have, I think that's more likely than him just being a jet the ski. The female salesman. jet ski can be very alluring. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put well. it past Mobius, that sly dog. There's, but you'd ride that summer. all day. <laughs> <There's a summer laughs> ride that into the sunset. Also, yeah, it doesn't really need to be said, but if Disney doesn't have a shot of Owen Wilson riding a jet ski. The show was awful. Uh, disregard everything we said about it. The show was a zero funny. out of 10. Zero, and I'm giving numbers uh, on that just so that I'm clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, more, no more. I also heard that uh, his famous word will not be said in the series. Ooh, ooh, wow. Which wow. 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 Wow, 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 wow. You're saying he's not going to say wow? Apparently, he, in his dialogue, has no wows you to know, be said. All wow. I have to say to that is, wow, wow. I see an ad-libbed wow coming in, guys. I'm going to say, <laughs> I want like, Wait, did you guys see that video on YouTube that was, like, one of the Marvel promotional things that was, uh using owen wilson's voice and it was like edited a ton did you see this clip 
No, I don't so, think so. I think it was just like one of the trailers for Loki that showed some like behind the f- scenes footage with actors or whatever. And there's this clip where like I don't know why they butchered the audio, but it's like Owen Wilson talking. He's like, "This is my first time in the Marvel Cinematic Universe," and it literally sounds like almost exactly like that. But it is, it's just great. Marvel really killing it on the ads. <laughs> That's odd. This is my first time in the MCU. <laughs> Owen Wilson uh, is trying his Forrest Gump impression. (laughs) I'll play it right here. This is the first time for me in the Marvel Universe. I might have played it right then. I hope you guys like that. He played it. If you didn't hear it, you missed it. Go back and rewatch the entire video again. And if we didn't play it, then we'll put it in the description. If we didn't put it in the description, find it yourself. By clicking the subscribe button, then it'll pop up. Um, And if it doesn't pop up, then Google it. But only after you subscribe, like, alert bell, the whole, you know know the deal at this point. It's YouTube. Come on, guys. Um, Yeah, no, it was was an interesting episode. I like to, uh, Jared, it was weird that you basically called it. You were like, man, I wish I could see some more of Loki's powers. And then... Boom, we got to see some more of Loki's powers and how they're different from uh, Pepe Sylvia's. It's... Some call me a prophet, but uh... <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, I liked it. That was we sweet. Got, we got to see like how they're similar. Like they're both still the offspring, we'll say, of um, that frost giant, Lofe, Luffy, Lofi, Lofi, Lofi. Yes, <laughs> um, but slight variations since that her mom i think that she said had died at a younger age like when she was she couldn't even remember her um so i like to see how they were different but also still similar and especially with the fact that again loki's supposed to be one of the best magicians or sorcerers in the mcu and thus far before this all we saw him do was illusions and Oh, look at these knives. Look, now they're gone. Like, oh, wow, really? Your bro- he, can he still, still likes that. that one. He still likes <laughs> he that one. Like his brother is the god of thunder and lightning and can just, you know, destroy planets. Oh, he's adopted. He's, Loki is adopted. But he didn't even, like, use ice powers that his entire race has. So it's like, are you gonna? But no. we got to see him, like, make things disappear, keep things in like a pocket dimension and do all this kind of crazy stuff. At one point, I don't know if I like my eyes were playing tricks on me, but like a building was about to fall on them and he just yep. stopped it. And then was yeah, like, he was almost like, reversed. What the hell has that been? <laughs> yeah, he almost like reversed time for yeah. that building. I couldn't tell if it was reverse time or just like pushing it back. But either way, I was like, regardless, we're really cool. feels like you could have used that in Magic. the Battle of New York. Yeah, no, you couldn't have. <laughs> Because that wasn't walked written in, yet. <laughs> walked into the Empire State Building, just gone. <laughs> Push that baby over. Battle over. So I, I've got a tangent that I literally just thought of. Sure. So, uh, when Ant Ant Man's mom? No. Ant, what's the Ant, Wasp's mom? Yeah. Wasp? Hank, yeah. Wasp. Hank's mom. wife. The Hank's OG wife. Janet Van. So when she. Say that they are the TVAs in the quantum realm. Okay. When she was in the quantum realm and came out, she was gifted with like 
hours almost. Like she was able to fix things by like touching. I don't even yeah. quite remember exactly what her abilities were when she came out, but I'm she different. was definitely different when she came out. Um, yeah. Now, I, I wonder if that's just time spent in the TVA or if you actually have to acquire abilities by exploring the TVA. Um, I don't know, but if say. all these people are real people in the TVA and they come out eventually, are they going to all have like weird mystical power I, of, of such mutant time? I would probably say no in this because it's an interesting I, well. I personally think that the reason wasp got those powers when she left the quantum realm was because they wanted to fix ghost from ant-man and the wasp yeah and they just thought maybe they could write that in it's it seems to me and i hope you're right jared i hope it was really well thought out oh yeah. we're gonna explore it more in loki so it'll all make sense a little bit later i hope it was that rather than bad writing mm. <laughs> better yeah. than which i Unfortunately, Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, <laughs> tends to see that it's like leaning towards the uh, the latter. Oh yeah. Well, the nice thing is with how they do things, they can kind of retroactively uh, when fix. when people when fans yell at them for those things, they can go back and fix them by making new things. Actually, Disney, uh, this is guy. us yelling at you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Remember that guy in the background, villain, main villain. <laughs> you guys saw that yeah. yeah speaking of villain or i mean in the background in ant-man and the wasp at one point when they go down to the quantum realm yeah. there is a city like a straight up city in a the quantum background. city per se a quantum city you would, per se. Would you, you would call it a quant okay you might a quant quanticity quant uh <laughs> Quant. <laughs> uh, take the C out. So, see what it sounds whether, like. <laughs> whether that's Kang that they were again teeing up for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, or whether that was the TVA that they're teeing up, who knows? But I'm definitely thinking the quant the quantum theory makes sense, and it would help tie it into things that we like. Oh, okay, well we already know this, so we're not just like, oh, there's just been this entire other thing that we have no idea why it's never been discovered or whatever so and i i at this point i'm feeling like some of this stuff is i'm i guess i'm i'm not i'm hoping that some of this stuff links up so well that i'm hoping it's that because if it isn't i'm, I'm not quite sure what direction they're going to be going in better have but some of this stuff just links up it links up too well to from what we know about what little we know about future movies, what we know about past movies, it just seems like it all links up too well to not be that way. Yeah. hundred percent. It's very um, hard to imagine. They don't play it out like that. And yeah, Jared, you're exactly right. Like that's Marvel in the past, like five years has become well known for, and Disney, I guess as well at trying to be like, yeah let's make things a little better so i definitely think something like that could happen in 
touching on uh, the wasp and that whole situation. I do. I realized after I said the thing about mutants, I don't think that would work, right? Because mutants are at birth, right? Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. I'm going take the whole. But superhuman army, led by cool. Kang or something, that would be crazy. Could These are be. based in nothing other than just thoughts, but just thoughts that are rolling off the cuff. I had thought that wanda was going to create mutants and possibly wandavision i thought yeah. she was going to be like expand her like whole hex like across the entire world so just a little ex- too like, far out yet. stuff and people but yeah soon who, kn- who knows when mutants will pop up who knows if it's going to be something that like it, they've already they've been around but they were just weren't in the crazy kind of numbers that we're going to eventually see or if it's going to be something that awakens everybody or uh who knows who who the frick knows although i believe I'm not very good with my knowledge on uh, Ms. Marvel. Not Captain Marvel, but Ms. Marvel. I'm pretty sure she's a mutant. I'm don't pretty know, sure. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if if she is as well. My, I'm not a, great with her lore, but uh, mm. I'm pretty sure that I've heard that she's a mutant in the past. That's mm. a good question. But if you're, if you're not a part of the X-Men, then you're called like an inhuman or something, which is like oh, right. the same thing. I, I like mutant better than inhuman. So with uh, with the same thought process going, then I have another thought. Uh, if these all, if like uh, Kang is supposed to be in Quantum Mania, the Ant Man movie, does that mean we'll possibly get Pepe and Loki in an Ant Man movie? I can Possible. see it. I could see it. Ha- I could see it happening. There's a chance. But I wouldn't also bank on it. I mean, I think, Cole, you might be right. It seems crazy drastic, but I would say if the ending of Loki is as, like, world-changing and altering as it's supposed to be from what I've heard, there is always that chance that it is finally time to say goodbye to Loki. And it seems unlikely that they might pull that just because we're finally seeing a little bit more to his character. But yet again, it's only fitting that he finally reaches a character change that they can be like, and salute. Well, I mean, it's where phase four seems to be the passing of the torch phase. We got Captain America passing it off to Sam Wilson. We got, uh, what's it called? We got Black Widow possibly passing off to um florence Pugh's character i think her name's like yelena or something like that and in the comics she becomes the new black widow so we could easily see loki passing off to pepe and pepe is the new loki running around in uh possible oh that would be interesting in marvel and so i could very well see that being a thing i think Mm -hmm. it i think if anything it'd be like a vision situation from wandavision where uh they bring it back just to be like Here's a proper goodbye, like almost like a memoriam kind of thing. Unless you're yeah. White Vision, in which case, you're back. <laughs> you're somewhere right now. Well, you're a new Vision's running around, much like a new Loki could be running around. So, yeah. and this one likes to keep the horns on. She's a little horn dog. Yeah, the the inch. Uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> I won't dive into uh, the thinking back to WandaVision, but it will be interesting to see White Vision going forward, because that's a totally different character, really. Exactly. Um, He's got the memories, so he's got a past, but he's not the same person at all. So, um, it will be interesting. 
Uh, yeah, but you're. Yeah, I really like that line of thinking, though. It, it really does seem like the passing of the torch. Um, mm. What do they call it? Phase. Yeah, it's like yeah. a phase progression. Yeah. You're moving. I, I like that. It's it's weird to think, though, that, like, uh, should that be the definitive move that they're making? That it's, like, our era of Marvel is coming to a close, where it's, like, goodbye to, like, the OG Cap, the OG Iron Man, Hulk, Thor. We're even getting new Thor as well. So it's, like, I don't want to... I just gotta hope like what when comes in is good. Yeah, it's like when you're old and all your old Navy buddies are dying, and you're like, shit. Oh, what I do can, I have left? All I this can news. To that. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually 90, and we yeah. fought in both world wars. And my name is Wolverine. My name's not. You are the male in X-Men Origins Wolverine, the brother. I'm the, I'm the Asian guy. There you go. <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> I'm what's going on? I don't now. think we should ever reference X-Men Origins Wolverine again. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. That's my bad. That's I apologize to anyone. You know, I liked the film. So I'm just going to drop that. You know, if anyone hates me from now on, that's understandable. It's a great film. All right. Yeah, I can't do this podcast. No debate. <laughs> All right. So, Any last yeah. thoughts on Loki? What are we thinking, guys? Excited to uh, see where it goes. Let's hope the next four or next three episodes are an absolute roller coaster of a ride in all good ways. No yeah. bad ways. Uh, I saw you put Winnie, uh, what's Mobius up to? Uh, yeah, I was like, what's Mobius up to? Probably looking what's for them. What's I, he? We did, we did find out that they can hide in apocalypses. That's probably why they haven't been immediately picked up now. Because, like, time works differently, theoretically, as soon as they got there, if they were in a spot, they'd instantly be able to tell where they are. But because they're hiding hiding in an apocalypse, uh, I imagine the TV is having a pretty hard time. And yeah. also, the, when they found Pepe, they had the candy to go off of. They don't have anything to go off of. Mm-hmm. No um, no Unless... No, yeah, the the portal closed before anybody w- else went in. So yeah, they have nothing to go off of of where they would have went. And I imagine unless so. Mobius and Loki had a conversation of like, "Ooh, I really wanted to go here during that yeah. apocalypse. That one looks fun." Hmm. I don't know. And I I imagine that uh, they're also still pretty busy cleaning up the. Uh, the oh yeah, that's of, right. Of the the timeline is timeline. literally getting destroyed right now. As yeah, well. I'm sure the TV is in shambles right now. Yeah. There's, yeah. Those poor 80s machines, their little spectrometers <laughs> not, and, and charts are just getting printed and the, the faxes and the scans and it's, ugh, it's mayhem. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, episode three. Stay episode tuned one. for more further discussions regarding Loki Locust. and Locus as a whole. Now, uh, yeah, there's a bad it. group of individuals known okay. as the Bad Batch, and they recently had the ninth episode, if you'd Which believe it, of their new show. Coincidental because they are Clone Force 99. So oh, if you add another nine, two it, nines, it really doesn't add anything to the episode, but it's cool if you think about it. Changes everything, changes everything. Everything and nothing. But everything. But 
what an astute thing to realize, Cole. You're so you I'm really, a smart guy. I'm you a really smart surprise man. me sometimes with how I know. I surprise myself. It's uh, wild. I'm just gonna oh leave. God. <laughs> so, uh, what'd you what you boys think of this episode, eh? Eh? There were some interesting moments in here. Um, eh? I think you know it was it was moving pretty quick. Uh, it was interesting to see just a very. I mean, we've been talking for the last while about wanting to see some more like of the dark parts of the show. And I think the whole moment with Omega in the cloning facility there was, like, pretty dark. Like, she was faced with some very real facts of who she is and what mm -hmm. her situation is. Um, I had some some interesting questions, I think, regarding that. The, but I'll, I'll wait for them. Um, I, I, yeah, overall, I think it's going to be interesting going from here. They definitely set up where we're, like Cole predicted last episode. I think we are definitely seeing Boba pretty soon um i think it's just a matter of time that'll mm -hmm. be really interesting to see how that uh how that works out it'll be weird seeing the, rela them meet. the relationship yeah. yeah should they uh should they end up actually meeting i personally will speak on that clone thing the cloning little facility that's snoke right no it's that's not a, it has to be it's snoke. not I like it went back, dude. It, I swear it's not. I looked back at it like a hundred times, and then I, be. I remember not, when you said abomination was an abomination. I said, look at the well, ears. That's because I in was in this case. Look I, at the head. The ears were confusing me because I was like, it doesn't look like abomination as we've seen him already. But I didn't realize they would have changed his look or whatever. So I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that side <laughs> note. Not. Gah! I was so on it right now, and now you just killed me with that abomination of a comment cut him down that was smart good wordplay yeah um but no it's definitely not snoke i think here's what i think and this is just a theory but i think that the mandalorians themselves or not mandalorians the kaminoans themselves are um cloning themselves if uh maybe not for the preservation of their species but possibly for like key individuals um like the name of the key guy is i forget it something weird Mas what dinosaur man yeah the main <laughs> the main dinosaur the big fella with the mohawk he um <laughs> i i could it's see maybe that brutal. being like one of his backup bodies like just in case I also mm -hmm. watched this video that was talking about how basically Camino used to be like not underwater and they had to mm -hmm. genetically alter themselves to be able to like sustain the new atmosphere. But I don't think that they would just randomly like drop a body of one of the Caminoans just to be like, and you can see they were in fact genetically manipulating themselves. So possibly yeah. Camino and clone army. I don't, I don't think that's coming. That would be cool though. Yeah. It could be. The only reason I say Snoke is obviously we found out Snoke's a cloning kind of genetic thing. And thus far, Kim and Owens have been like the biggest uh, genetic altering people. And also just the it seemed like taller than an average person and very slender, but still like bigger sized head. So I could be completely wrong. But also it seemed like we saw Snoke actually clone him rise to Skywalker. And it seems like they just want to keep working on the fact that they're like Snoke has been been being cloned for a very long time because we saw it pop up in the mandalorian all those snow clones and 
I'm still sticking with the theory that I think that Snoke. I don't think we're gonna get to see it explored, but I think that that was a Snoke cloning operation. But it would make it interesting it's that it's randomly on the other side of the don't galaxy. Listen to him. He's wrong. But he's lying to, to you. This. To speak more uh, on some of that pertains to the episode more so, I loved that we got to see basically Omega doing shit on her own. Like, that was, like, a, a cool moment, just a cool episode. Like, like she knows the Bad Batch is coming, but she's got to use all the training and skills that she's learned so far and survive Fennec Shan and Cad Bane duking it out. She's getting mm. old and experienced. Yeah. She's getting so She was so young. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i like the episode it, it felt like everything it felt like the same kind of problems i had with like earlier episodes where it didn't really like shoot the story that much further but i liked it this time because it i don't know it like added character to omega we got the revelation that she is a genetic identical uh clone of jango fett thus also kind of a sister to boba so it explored things, but didn't progress the story, so I was okay with it, if that so, makes sense. So, there are two people after Omega? Two different groups? Yeah, there's, there's two, two different, different types of bounty hunters, hunters coming okay. after. No, I, I mean, there's Fennec, and then there's uh, Bane. Cad Bane, and they're both after her for different people. So who right? hired Fennet? Yeah, it seems so. So, so who's going? So who, yeah, exactly. Who? Oh, is Fennec, doing... Fennec was the the man. Yeah, no, we already saw. I'm that. dumb. It's yeah. the, it's the different. It's the two dinosaur. It's yeah, the female Kaminoan. She yeah, she's, so Fennec she she's doing not herself. safe, but she was like as long as she's out of the hands of whatever the guy. My other Big my dino, other dinosaur, dinosaur. Yeah, my other dinosaur. Dinosaur compadre, who just wants her back and uh then essentially killed so so only the kaminoans want her back but it's two different kinds of kaminoans yeah you get like yeah. a kaminoan civil war okay because i was a little confused on that um yeah i completely forgot that, about that until I, I, yeah you <laughs> said something yeah because so there's kaminoans that are working with the empire mm. together for m mysterious purposes they want and then there's the other ones that just want her safe yeah i think it's pretty pretty clear like so they what like they laid out in the initial few episodes the kaminoans need a new uh person uh to use for their clone sampling and so that's why they want omega back and so the male dinosaur wants her back to sample and then kill and then the female dinosaur who had a connection with omega and like raised her is just like yeah let's keep her safe so yeah, yeah I, and clearly she's trying to keep that private which is like understandable because i don't know whether that's her like husband or whether it's some sort of senate type relationship um but interesting to senate. see if that'll uh play yeah, negatively in her favor it's probably more of a governmental thing than i would say relationship wise mm -hmm. for uh, sure i like how yeah i like the whole uh alpha and omega thing because like i just kind of assumed that was her name like obviously omega means to like to close to end the finale of stuff uh so but i didn't really think anything of it beyond that's just a cool name that she has and then they were like well there was an alpha clone which obviously means beginning 
and that being Boba. So I wonder if that just meant like that was like the first clone that they did unaltered and Omega will be the last one that did they did unaltered or if there's a myriad of clones between that are s similar uh mm. to them. But I also think that that was Omega's special thing. I'm I'm leaning against that she's force sensitive now. She still could be, but I think that after that revelation, I think it would if they had another revelation that she's force sensitive, I think it would dilute the impact of both reveals. Yeah, Cole, was it you that uh, said that you don't think she's force sensitive anymore earlier uh, this week? Yeah, that was me. After I still, th I don't think she's force sensitive. Who anymore. Are you coming I after my idea? Well, had had we not. Had we not yeah. figured out? Coming after my theory, trying to poke holes in it. And look at you. Look at you. You're right back at square one. Right with me. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is that I think that two reveals would lessen the impact of both of them. So I think, again, but I, I said specifically, she very well still could be. But I think that it makes more sense that that's her big thing. That she That's why she's so important. Is I think she's just like <laughs> the last clone that they feel like is really good yeah that like that yeah because what makes her so special what does she have that boba doesn't no but i'm saying her and boba her and boba are identical one's a girl oh one's you're yours okay okay you're just Every, saying that it's another other, one yeah like, all the other clones were altered in some ways whether it was genetically so they age faster or whether it was to make them more uh compliant or whatever mm -hmm. but omega and boba or if you want to say alpha alpha and omega both are like just complete replicas of Django fett uh so like they have all the strengths that Django did which obviously if you put a regular clone up against Django fett even though technically one's a clone of Django fett it's not even a contest because one of them so. has jetpacks <laughs> you throw a jetpack on the clone i still don't think it's gonna matter i think Django no, you're fuck right. him up. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think that's her, her whole big thing. Yeah, I think this story clearly could go somewhere really great. Um, I, from where we're at now, I mean, it clearly seems like they're setting up Omega to survive. It would seem, it's, to me, it would seem insane that they build yet another character that, like, I, I haven't really heard a lot of the Star Wars fandom saying anything bad about Omega, though I try to avoid the people who are just shit-talking everything Star Wars. But mm -hmm. so I, I feel like it's very hard to imagine that they're like, and we kill the kid. Show's done. Yeah. <laughs> and horrible ending, but uh, she had to die. You know, no one liked her anyways. Like, yeah, I, I, think, I don't see them doing that. No, I think that Omega could also work, like, the name itself could be like a, a clue to that she's going to be the last clone around, running around the universe like she's the last one of this like specific kind of whole batch. operation yeah <laughs> batch if you if you were <laughs> if you will <laughs> um so yeah i i like it i like that reveal we got to see more cad bane i'll never say i'll s never say no to cad never also cool to see two bounty hunters going at it for the, mm -hmm. for a lot of the episode yeah getting to cool. see their their skills their tactics it just seems monster. like cad bane even when he's got the like when something bad has happened to him 
he's just always got something for the occasion. His jetpacks just always, his little jet boots always seem to come in. Flamethrower. He's got the flamethrower. He's just, he's he's got the little robot helper. He it's just always reason. seems, and then obviously he's like a master, like quick draw, like kind of Western mm-hmm. uh, shooter. So he's yeah. like the fastest in the West uh, <laughs> of the galaxy. <laughs> of the galaxy, fastest in yeah. the Adoram. Yeah, uh, but that being said, Finnick definitely put up a good fight, oh, yeah. um, and it was a it was another cool little fight between them, uh, mm. which which I really liked for most of the episode. It was it was yeah. pretty cool. And then Seth Green running around as a little two foot tall droid <laughs> that lost his leg. I like that droid. It's really perfectly brand new. <laughs> Great droid. What you talking about? She's right here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I I like the little droid. He's he's a good guy. Great kind of. He's basically his uh, Cad Bane's only flaw. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that for as efficient and like ruthless as a bounty hunter he is. He doesn't have like another IG droid like helping him out. He has like a little, <laughs> a little tiny uh, guy who's just running around making jokes. It's like it, I will not be talked to that way. <laughs> yeah, but he always seems to repair him too, though. Mm-hmm. Maybe not immediately. He's not the kindest to the little guy. No, but I, in... he's definitely run through a few of them because I know that in his first appearance, yeah, he, he it blows up. Bomb. He used yeah. a bomb. <laughs> I was wondering that when we saw this guy, I was like, hmm. I guess there's more than one. Yeah, yeah. he Cloud he always that, gets uh, another one. that data bank there. <laughs> Oops. So he he at least likes that kind of droid enough that he ke- always keeps one around. Yeah, it's the contrast. It makes him seem even more edgier, <laughs> even ed- even edgier. So <laughs> I would probably do that too. Also, maybe to keep him like okay, I would be a really dark, disturbing man if I didn't have a little, a little bit of brightness, <laughs> little bit of brightness in my life. <laughs> Um, well, I feel like if you were in the Star Wars universe, you'd be more like that, uh, that, uh, that pirate guy. Hondo? Hondo. Hey. You'd be Hondo. Dude, that for sure. I, he, he's you'd living be, his life. He's just like ta- it. You'd t- take advantage of, of both sides. Any you'd situation. Be, you'd be friends with everybody. One minute I'd be like, arm around Kenobi, even though he really wants to stab me. And then I'd be yeah. like, oh, but you two horned guys. Like, hey, I can get behind that too. You let me know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think like you would just be... You would just be one of the people that works for Hondo, Cole, and no, you would just I would be, be like, Hondo. you'd be like stacking the spice and working on schemes with your friends. You'd be like, so we could steal this spice, and they'd be like, from Hondo, and you'd be like, yeah, and then you'd go and you'd try to steal the spice, and then Hondo would catch you, and he'd be like, Cole, my old friend, how can Cole, you do this boy. to me again, <laughs> again? I don't understand. And you would be like, well, oh, the spice. I had to get some of the spice because I was almost oh, out of the spice. And he'll be Come like, on. well, this is my spice. And then he's going to send you to space jail and you won't have any spice for the rest of your life. And that's what I honestly, that's I think you're closer to that than, I mean, I'm just being honest. And Winnie, you would be... Um, 
you would be that uh a gonk droid Fuck. no you, you, you would be the the guy from uh the original trilogy where uh he has the last part to Qui-Gon's ship, and he won't sell it to him. Oh, Watto. Watto. He would be that Eddie. guy. Uh, that character has been deemed socially insensitive now. We don't talk about him. <laughs> uh, but that would be you. Honey? Honey? <laughs> Honey? Honey, I haven't seen you in so long. Honey? <laughs> <laughs> Jedi tricks do not work on me. Ah. Only money. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, I think this would be one Star Wars people. I'm cool with Watto. If, Watto. if Jared no was a Star Wars guy, ooh, this is gonna get. I'm. I'm. Jared, there's not a chance you know who I'm talking about. And Winnie, I'd be hard pressed and feel like even if you did, you would be. Hang on, how how do I look this up? Gymnastic. To look it up. <laughs> Gymnastic. Gymnastic. Bounty hunter. Star Wars. Gosh, I at least gave you guys ones with names. <laughs> I'm gonna be gymnastics boy. I'm yeah. As I'm like the least no. flexible person I know. Okay, I'll give you somebody. I'll give you somebody better. You'd be a. Embo. His name's Embo. He is similar to Cad Bane in that he has a wide-brimmed hat, um, but he oh, doesn't I like this guy at... from Clone Wars? Yeah, and he, like, rode it like a shield. And yeah, he's he kinda... it's, it's like a turtle. Yeah, oh, okay, I, I like that he just sounded like... Oh, yeah, okay, I know who you're talking about. I, I, He has, like, a friend that's, like, gymnastic and has, like, a little, like, whip, and it's, like, a bladed whip, and they're just doing a bunch of gymnastics. I don't know why, but I instantly thought of you. I'll never forget Jared's skill with the uh, the color whip. I, I that's burned into my memory now. I know for everyone listening, Jared is a master, and I don't mean to expose him, but he really has mastered the the colored thing on the stick. I don't know what you want. It. What do you call that? Uh, I believe you call that a streamer. A streamer, yes. A, you're a streamer god. You did yes. run around streamer at Minithon. That's all I'm saying. That's right. That's right. You really You're took right. full advantage of that situation. Yeah. And who? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say when somebody says I have a skill. I'm, I'm not gonna. gonna say I'm a bad streamer. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if anybody else could have pulled it off. Never That's all I'm saying. I, I don't know anyone better than me at streaming. You know, but I'm not going to say I'm a good streamer. But, uh. I don't know any streamers, but by that logic, I'm the best one I know. I know. <laughs> so, I'm really so that little tangent, obviously, for the audience is who we would each be if we were Star Wars characters. Yeah, that was pl we planned and, that bit out, actually. That was... Yep. Yeah, we definitely had that in our notes to discuss. But uh, B Bad Batch, yeah, I think we pretty much capped that off. I mean, lot to yeah. look forward to there. Good oh. stuff coming. Any last comments? One last critique, and this is kind of similar to my Wrecker argument from two episodes ago. I kind of wish we would have the Bad Batch wouldn't have found her by the end of the episode. I kind of wish that she would have stayed doing her own thing, and Bat we get two separate storylines where. Like, maybe Bad Batch goes to Boba to try to help track her down or something like that. And Omega, we're getting, like, full-on independent Omega trying to figure out what to do. Like and a two-parter. It, cool. would, 
would also really show like how hard it would be to find somebody in a galaxy because not only do you have to find which planet that they're on but specifically where on the planet that they're on which it seems like star wars never really pays attention to that they're like oh everything that we need on this planet is right in this one city that we land at <laughs> versus it'd be like uh no you got to travel about 16 hours that way and then like so that was yeah. just a small small gripe and i don't think it was detrimental Gosh, I I honestly don't know if I've ever even thought about that until now. They always land in the right place, don't they? Yeah, or they, within they, walking distance. They yeah. they always show them in walking distance. But like if they landed at the wrong place, it's a it's a spaceship. You know they can yeah. go ship ship shop. True, those things are pretty fast. They they just cuddle up. I want to see. Okay, let me rephrase. I want to see more. Of them finding Fate. the wrong spot and then picking <laughs> up and going to the other spot. That's you want like to see way more. Mandalorian. <laughs> that like, sounds oh, like something that would inevitably piss people off because they'd be like, oh, they're just doing a side quest because they went to the wrong place. <laughs> just to be Why funny. can't they just ever land in the right place? <laughs> they always land in the wrong place. I can, all, I can definitely see two sides to the coin on that one where yeah. people would be pissed either way. I'm not even saying that there needs to be something going on where they land. I just think that I want to see them land there, look around, realize they're in the wrong spot, and then picking up and going somewhere else. That'll like, be in maybe the, added... the Star Wars film directed by Taika Waititi. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe one. one time they come down in a in a place and then they go out and do their mission and then they're just walking around like hitting the beeper and they're like where did i freaking park <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told you there was trees like... all around it i don't know why <laughs> where the hell did we park in the ocean <laughs> <laughs> was it this parking depot or i don't know it's the whole planet's a desert planet <laughs> screwed <laughs> by the one dude <laughs> <laughs> get a gun you man <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Bad Batch episode nine, fun time. We'll see where uh, the next seven episodes take us. Very wow. good, very good. Now for, for audio listeners, I'm sticking my tongue out right now. Put it away. They don't. Uh, they don't know. For those audio, same audio listeners, I'm uh, still sticking my tongue out. He's doing a lot more, and you're if you're listening to audio. Be happy. Want to see it. Yeah, you're... If you're if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to YouTube Red, then turn off your screen so you can continue listening without having to watch what just happened. You, yeah, I didn't want to see that. Disturbing. But like and subscribe, and then double check to see if I stop sticking my tongue out. And he will have. No, I have, take it back. <laughs> Screens off. <laughs> Turn it moving, off. moving forward yes please for the love of god Rick pass the time and morty what Rick. a absolute banger banger mind fuck of an episode i was so confused so many times so and it was fantastic i um when i started watching this i was trying to find it on like youtube and I was watching this stream and I looked away for like 15 seconds and I was like, That's oh, I mean. think it restarted because I know I just heard this vocal line. And then I was like, 
what is happening? What is happening? And yeah. that was essentially the rest of the episode was me wondering what was happening. The whole thing with the squids. My favorite moment, though, easily, dude. The little the little slug guy that got, like, electrocuted and then made me. the jelly bean. <laughs> Hunt me. The hunt me guy was great as well. Oh, that's you're talking no, about. the little hunt slime me. that that Rick had on the table that he like electrocuted. Oh, yeah, and he goes, "God, I'm great." Also, just the cold open to them being like, "What are you doing today, Rick?" And he's like, "We're hunting the Christian God." <laughs> he's out there killing all the clouds. <laughs> he's up Ridiculous. there. Yeah, that was I. Once we got about halfway through the episode, I was like, okay, so I'm just going to let this episode end because I'm not even going to try to figure it out right now. Every single time I'm like, oh, this is the real. Nope. Okay. Even there was like no point. Yeah. Even Rick himself, like the amount of times he was this like, is, this is probably it. for the best. And he was like, dude, I love the, uh, where they're all standing in the ocean and like holding hands. And he's like, oh, this is a nice last thing. Anything on our bucket list? And Jerry's like, I've always wanted to go to every MLB baseball game. And Rick goes, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps going. And they have like a happy ending. And the more he's like, did we, did we need to kill them? There was <laughs> a, a couple smiling. times in the episode where Rick has a breakthrough emotionally. And you're like, oh, I hope, I hope that's the real one. Then we've got some some like forward progress with the character of rick and then it turns out like three rick family later <laughs> and we're they're just <laughs> i guess the one no they got killed too yeah uh there's no progress no progress yeah we didn't because see, they were just the, the true one was out in space right yeah. With, oh, yeah. With Beth. With Space yeah, Beth. It's not they the fake one. Picked her back up. Yeah. Space Beth's back. You even like at one point, Rick's like with the family. He's like, "So you guys want to know more about Beth's mom, huh?" And they yeah. all die. Yeah. Instantaneous death. <laughs> like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. It was like everything. It and that's one of my favorite thing about uh, Dan Harmon as like a writer is he just like shoves all the things that you that fans say they want to know in their face and he's like oh here it is and then just destroys it like he's like yeah. you guys I, he, I think the way he he thinks in a way is like you guys think you want to know all those extra details and characterization but I don't think you want to know I think <laughs> the better. fact that we never know a lot of those things makes the series better because he just gets to do these goofy stories instead and they're always for the most part they're it. always phenomenal yeah it's without being weighed down by the mythology of it i forget what show it's or like, movie yeah or whatever uh said it but they were like if you have something that's like a mystery and the longer it's built up the less interesting whatever the reveal is going to be yeah like it's no, no matter what answer you give them it's not going to be as interesting as like oh well not knowing yeah oh it's like if yeah if you have a monster in a movie you never show the full monster because your, your imagination is always going to be a lot scarier than what the monster actually is exactly it's limited physically with everything that it is and can be versus in your head you're like your brain's just filling in all these horrible things that like oh it could be like this could be like this so yeah I think and i i think he likes I be mephisto like. 
<laughs> I think he likes that everybody theorizes, but I don't think we're really ever going to truly get defined answers. We will get snippets. I want to like season 10. May season 10. Yeah. Maybe maybe make it feel a little bit more weighted and like impactful and like emotional. Even more yeah. also, than normal. Yeah, but I could also see Dan Harmon being like fuck that. The very <laughs> ending just outdoes like the whole season of story building. Dude, and, and the very ending Rick takes off like a VR helmet. And it's oh. like just younger Rick that he made. He's like, oh, so that could be my life in the future. Oh, like, that, was, that would be weird. such a cop out. Yeah, 100%. But I could see Dan Harmon doing You know what? Like that, that sounds like the ending of Lost. Yeah. Uh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one wants that, Cole. I don't want that either. I want like a crazy, crazy finale to the show. I can't even fathom what like Rick and Morty firing at all cylinders could do for its finale. Yeah. They could have fireworks. Or more the show, or cylinders. Good. But the the one thing that I just love, one part that I love about Rick and Morty is how much they break the third wall, and fourth. fourth sorry, there are I three. Know, I don't know what third wall breaking is. Fourth. <laughs> it's just like walking, wall. <laughs> making the slightest motion. <laughs> Just yeah, but uh, the direction of the camera is just the fact that he constantly put in those tidbits of like things that people wanted to know and then killed off that family. Hilarious. It's such a smart way of like breaking the fourth wall. Like it's mm -hmm. just it's so smart. I I love how he always does it, and it's always something really unique of how he does it. He's yeah. he's a, he's a smart man, smart Looks man. Like much like Deadpool, we don't have any explanation as to why they know what they know, like why they know that they're in a TV show or whatever, which would definitely explain Deadpool and Rick's nihilist, nihilistic view because they're like, I I am what the writers will me to be. Just a character. <laughs> as much free will as I think I have, I'm not. Maybe that yeah. was like Rick realized that and then had to start drinking and like like uh prescribing himself things in order to get past that memory and pain he had to invent mm -hmm. the uh the the brain the memory suck whatever it was called <laughs> yeah, yeah. Morty's, Morty's mind blowers mind blowers yeah he yeah. had to make the mind blowers for himself first yeah yeah could in well one could of be. the universes that is exactly what happened which it would also explain why rick is so devoted to like proving that he's the best person like the most powerful the amount of times he said he's a god like uh it's because he he wants to feel like he's the ultimate power in the universe when he knows that he in the real world has no power beyond mm. just being a 2d animation yeah well it's either the meta. yeah it's, it's either that he's like so powerful yeah, i don't even know he's he's so powerful that he's like bored so he's surely yeah. part of it. He's he's constantly trying to find something that is more powerful than him. So he puts himself in risk yeah. situations so often, but he always comes out on top. So in the end, he's still like, well, I guess I'm still number one. Still and I think he's just constantly trying to test himself because he is so smart. He's just getting to bored. He wants to maintain the rickiest Rick status. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, 
the the Rick that did that giant hologram thing that wasn't he's like this he's like this might be the most Rick Rick thing to do or whatever yeah that wasn't even Rick no. <laughs> like that wasn't even the nobody Rick. on the planet fighting was them oh, they were off doing yeah. another mission yeah. all that had completely like just transpired as they were gone the main family knowing anything's yeah. going on besides that little notification at the end that was like oh decoys <laughs> decoy family's down yeah <laughs> when there's decoys and decoys what did he call it the something paradox the you remember what i'm talking it must about be a real thing it has to be or from a movie because he was talking about that one movie i bet it's from the movie <laughs> yeah i think it's from the movie uh but yeah, I think that whole episode was like kind of playing off that movie, but I don't know what what the reference was. So mm -hmm. uh, I also th think that uh, what's it called? There wasn't like necessarily a, a big point to the episode. I'm sure if I rewatched and analyzed it, I could. But even Rick at one point was like, "Here, we gotta throw something in so uh, we can do the message or whatever." Like even Rick himself yeah. was like, "Yeah, I don't think there's much to be <laughs> like got out of this episode beyond pure." enjoyment and every time there were so many moments where you're like that that's the real family like in the last one where they were um dressed as cute versions of themselves and then they take off the outfits and i was oh like oh, okay that's them and they they make this big breakthrough and that's almost like the how you know they're fake is if they had a breakthrough moment, then it's fake. They're yeah. gonna die because there's no breakthroughs happening there's, in the uh, in the family. There, they hate yeah. breakthrough moments. Also, like, I mean, all the different like variations as like they were like the, as decoys make decoys, they get worse and worse. And how there's like those puppet ones and <laughs> yeah, and then the wow. final uh, the final scene of the episode with uh, uh, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry. The, wood, the wooden Jerry just going <laughs> down the river, <laughs> going through time. He was like, like on. He's like, wait, we regressed all the way back to Christianity. What? <laughs> this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Was, Gosh, was I feel like all of the like little ending gags, any of them that have to do with Jerry, are the best. Oh, every mm -hmm. time, every time. Invisible, invisible garbage truck, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing was hilarious until he forgets where the keys are. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the one where you, it's just Summer and her friend looking at Jerry doing gardening. <laughs> I think I want to. I think I want to fuck your dad. <laughs> so who gets into beekeeping? Like, what does a beekeeper do? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Also kind of hot. I don't know. Summer, I want to fuck your dad. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry's great. I like how even, like, the, the robot Pinocchio Jerry was, like, still a piece of shit, too. <laughs> like, he locked himself, and he's like, I never asked for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man lots to look so, forward to from this season for sure i'm loving the first two episodes as like pointless as that episode was i had a blast watching it yeah like, every five minutes i was like what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> the nice thing about rick and morty is you don't need answers you just have to enjoy the ride 
it's such a high bar of quality that Rick and Morty has set and like like even when they have like duds it's still like an enjoyable episode so yeah you you wonder if they can keep it up five more they're halfway through do they have all that like the pre the stuff that they made for all the previous stuff do they have that the that many more ideas moving forward that's the question i and every season i i always come back to it thinking like this is when things are gonna start getting bad bad or not bad just stale yeah and then he comes out with another idea that i love Mm -hmm. he just does such a good job of brewing up these weird ideas so creative dude legend in the creative field there yeah literally i i can't i can't think of anybody that's come up with those kind of things like those kind of plot ideas and like how much attention they'll give to the most minute of like Oh, this is one brief little sentence we brought up, and we're going to fully explore it just for a joke. And then two minutes later, it means nothing to the rest of the episode, but it was a genius little insert. Well, they're starting, he's actually starting to get a lot of steam with how, like, people uh, are starting to talk about his writing style in how he, like, writes stories. You know, how he has, like, a very specific roundabout way of writing stories he's kind of got it graphed out he's written it down before and how he writes stories and people are actually starting to like talk about that in like a very respectful way which i find really interesting like people really respect how he does the show even though it's a really odd childish show it's probably like the most meta show i've ever seen yeah i think so hands down like Family Guy will get a little meta sometimes. Sometimes, so like shows about being shows, but like Rick and Morty, meta through and through. Whether it's like about a show, whether it's about like space or and it's always uh, it's wild. Such a great. Every show. single time I think I understand Rick and Morty, I'm like, oh, I didn't understand it fully. <laughs> yeah, what yeah that that's that's a hard episode to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so bizarre that like. It's, yeah. it's a weird one to even try to like pick apart because none of it really mattered at all nope <laughs> none of it after and that's I, all that them. all that could be said about it honestly it's yeah like, what 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 more can be said i think it was it was a we good can one go through though. each specific yeah. gag no yeah that, well that's essentially what just happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> after i finished that episode i was like i don't even know what to say i if I, I didn't have time to write notes, but I can't imagine, I don't think that there would have been any actual note taking during that. No. Besides, wow. 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 No, no wows. No more wows. <laughs> a Mobius and Mobius pops up. Well, boys, any uh, final thoughts here? X Games. X Games. X Games. I'm more interested in the Olympics, but you know, whatever is your cup of tea. Uh, One well, last thing, though, just before oh. before we get lost, I just want to make sure we leave everyone with a tidbit of knowledge each week that can help them survive in this ever Actually. this ever changing world. I think is this key. This uh, has become a thing. This week, <laughs> how do you survive in the jungle when you're lost? I don't no, know, Winnie. How do you? 
Five easy steps, dude. One, two, three, four, Only five. five? Number one. Like there'd be more than five. Oh, well, <laughs> a lot harder. Trust me, if you bring a helicopter, it's down to like one. Um, <laughs> All now, right, fair you, enough. you you could go go at it a couple different ways. I'd recommend trying um, to find civilization. You know, that's usually good because if you're lost, people just starting. Uh, well, that's just one of the methods they suggest. There's okay. multiple there's no methods. There's no particular order. Of no, no, you, you could you go a different do. way, you know, but uh, right, so I'd say find a river. That's easy, you know. If you're in the desert, especially, there's rivers. I mean, basically anywhere. Oh, it's in the jungle, so I suppose it's probably not in the desert. So it, you have to be in the jungle. <laughs> Unless we're talking about a jungle. You're desert. in the jungle. You're lost. <laughs> Find a river. Step one: make a raft. Let the current carry you downstream. No, this is very simple. Is there a part? I mean, is there a part talking like the, the, Yes, there, it actually, Jared, references a page oh on which God. you, it's an internally referenced book. So you can okay. make sure you're fully aware. Now, well, I'm not going to cover that this time. So maybe next time. So right now, try not to get lost or else you might have issues in your boat building, your boat building time. So anyways, let that current carry you downstream. Uh, only travel the during ocean. the daylight hours because, and this is interesting, alligators and crocs are night hunters. So go in huh. the day. That's good knowledge there. Didn't know that. And very watch. <laughs> and number five, this is very important when trying to find civilization, is watch closely for signs of civilization. So essentially yeah. what I'm saying is if you're on land... If you're, you know, on solid land and you're lost, try and make a boat and then just float on downstream. <laughs> Only then, during the day. Only during the day. Yes. Yes. Only during the day. And, and then uh, either find a civilization or look for signs of a civilization. Yep. Those are your two options going down the stream. And you'll be said that's... I mean, in the urban environment of today, I'm walking in jungles every day, you know? <laughs> There's a jungle right around the corner. There's a tree over there. I'm like, where am I? And I, I just try to find the river, and I can't even see it. But I had never tried looking for civilization before. So the game has been changed for me. I only hope that this was as meaningful and impactful as it, as it was for me to you guys. So. Well, there you <laughs> Our podcast is a jungle, and those are the steps on how to get out. The steps to get out of the podcast are you cannot. You're lost. You can like and subscribe, and then you might be done with your commitment to us. Assuming you also commented as well. And hit the notification bell. Cole, what, should, what should people... I know there's a lot of conversation in the uh, comments last week about the, my question the about the ranch. So, what do you, what do yeah. you, you guys have a question for the people this week? Uh, question for people in the comment section this week tell us what you think of the great recession I want a full analysis of gotcha. why you think we went into one uh, and how it might have compared to the 2008 recession five word maximum um, and five, word. five word maximum and yeah five word max five word men so it has to be five words yeah and if it's less than that not good uh, explaining all those topics i just threw out yeah i think we it should be instead of five word maximum it should be a haiku 
Recession re Oh, okay. Ready? I like that. I'm gonna get deliver my recession no, haiku. You have to, no, no, you have to do it in the comments. In the comments. In the comments. And with that, guys, that has <laughs> been it for the Sci-Fi Rebellion podcast. We'll see you guys next week. We're gonna try to shoot for Monday uploads from here on out, but it might change a little bit. So we'll keep you up to date with the schedule. Keep you guys rocking and in the know-how and the no-do and the no-what. The what? Wait. No. I think. No. What is that sound? Oh. Get it out. Of here. <laughs> Get it out. <laughs>